everybody, and welcome back. It's 190 episodes deep. We're going down to the Marianas Trench, and I'm here to take you on that voyage. It's not quite 20,000 leagues, but this is the Unranked Podcast, and I'm Christian Humes here. Fellow co-host Alex Marinello, looking very comfy on the couch over there. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Always looking comfy. Always looking to be the yeah. comfiest version of myself. Is this, are you wearing right now your comfiest outfit? Yeah, I am. That's good. It's sweatpants, a hoodie. It's good to know. Uh, not too heavy of either. Pretty light, but because I, like be, I don't like to be too hot. Well, that's what we saved the Unranked Podcast for. Tom Caswell, how you feeling over there? Are you feeling hot? Are you feeling light? Are you feeling comfy? What's uh, uh I, I'm actually on? feeling pretty comfortable. I got the, the the windows open, breeze blowing. It's a cool, crisp 59 degrees here in in Brooklyn. Ooh. Yeah, it's a good it's a good temperature to have the windows open. Um and yeah, episode 190. We are fucking off to the races with this one. 10 to go. Remember when we did 100 and we thought it was a big deal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. I mean, look, three hundred's gonna oh, be boy. here before we know it, and we'll be like, oh, "Remember when we did two hundred and thought it, we were fucking, you know?" <laughs> like, um, well, yeah, that was, that's a good that point. Was, that was not a good look for you, Tom. But I tell you what, it the 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 span from one hundred to two hundred, at least for me, has felt faster than zero to a hundred. Why do you think that is? Uh, hmm. Um, maybe because. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Oh, maybe just because time feels like it's getting faster the older I get, but I, I'm not sure. For for me, I just feel like hmm. 100 definitely felt like we had done 100 episodes, but now that we're approaching 200, it doesn't feel like we've done 100 episodes. It's just get it's getting routine. Yes, we're, I guess so. So it's getting stale for you. It's not you getting stale. I love doing. You want to li- you want to liven it up a little bit? You want to? <laughs> I'm going to murder someone on the podcast. This isn't the fucking purge, Tom. Maybe you it should murder be. someone and get away with it. Maybe it should be. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, purging, let's purge one more Pokemon from our list here. 190 in, we have a very special Pokemon, Apom. Like Napalm in the morning? Um, no, not, like not Ape really. and Palm. It's <laughs> like the word Ape and Palm. Um, yeah, this is another so one I Apom think is stupid. Is, oh, what? Little monkey boy. <laughs> little, monkey like boy. little monkey boy. Little monkey boy. Little monkey boy? Nah, I'm not really a big fan of monkey boy. There's only one monkey boy, and it's the super oh. one. I don't think I like it. I think the super whole I think the whole Mickey looking tail thing looks stupid. The Mickey looking Mickey, it's a hand. Tail. It's a little fist. Yeah, it's a. What do you mean it's a fist? It's a little finger fist. <laughs> it's a three. That's fingers. what it is. There's three fingers. No knuckled fist. Yeah, no yeah. knuckles. What are you talking about? Swelling tips. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's the whole point. It's supposed to be like a spider monkey. It uses its tail like a hand. Stupid. That is a uh, stup- big stup- source of Apom. Stupid. Stupid. Well, okay, you say that, but Apom's got a hell of a claim to fame, and that's not just its uniqueness in the Pokemon world, because this was one of the first ever Pokemon that was like, um, it, it required a very specific method to get in the games. You had to headbutt trees oh, in God, Gold and Silver right. to be able to get this Pokemon. That's right. Would, you would knock it out of the tree, and what? then you could battle it. Otherwise, if you were just walking around in the grass, you wouldn't have come across it. That's right. God, so that was really? cool. That took me. That I'm mm-hmm. having some flashbacks with that now. Which I wonder, like, there's probably people who never encountered the Pokemon because just if they didn't do that, you know, or if they didn't bother. Yeah. That's it. 
right? But he's it's like, sorry, you're not getting which this. Which is strange because at the time, obviously, because of that feature, he was very uh, rare, I guess, in, in people's minds. However, I would say not only with uh, in Pokemon Go, obviously, he he is abundant in that game. He is everywhere. Um, but obviously, in the movie in Detective Pikachu, he is one of the prominent Pokemon after that right. chase scene in the opening. I mean, this Pokemon's major claim to fame today is Detective Pikachu. It is used, I mean, abundantly, right? It's multiple scenes of this Pokemon yeah. with uh, the R, that sort of rage serum, thanks Mewtwo, and its effects on it. I mean, it was terrifying. Like, this was a scary mm. Pokemon in that yeah. movie. Yeah. I don't know. I like this one. It's sort of weird. It's sort of goofy. I think the one thing I'll say about its design is its eyes. I think its face yeah, sticks it's out a little bit trivia. different. It's got bad trips. What, what did you say, Chris? Yeah. Well, I was saying that I think its eyes and its face stick out as a little bit different than uh, yeah. a lot of other Pokemon. I agree. Which so. makes me feel both. Like, I feel multiple ways about that. Um, yeah, and it. Well, I. Supposedly, and this came from I found some some trivia. Uh, squirrel monkeys have sort of like a mask print on their face, and so that's where mm. that design comes from gotcha. in the apom. So that's is. kind of what they went for on that. No, I like it. I think it's a cool Pokemon. It gets an evolution, but not for two more generations. Um, so you know we'll get back here in two hundred and thirty-four episodes when we get up to episode four hundred and twenty-four for Ambipom, which is like ambidextrous, and it has two tails and fists. Can't wait for that. So there you go. Yeah, stoked. Can't wait for that. Yeah, I'll see you guys in 234 more episodes. But until then, what's happening in your lives that doesn't involve games? Uh, Brittany and I celebrated our second year anniversary. Congrats. It was on Monday, but we went out Congrats. to- Congrats. We went out to dinner on Saturday- went to Maroni's, um, and I'm going to read you the menu like I think I did last year. I'm going to read you the menu. Oh, here we go. The annual menu reading. The annual menu that we had. It was 19 courses. Here we go. We had number one, creamy, lo- oh, creamy lobster bisque, then a million-dollar homemade potato chip with creme fraiche and caviar. Then we had a seafood tower with oysters and shrimp. Then Peter Luger's bacon. Then we had a sushi course. Then we had shrimp scampi and green beans. Then spicy connie salad with homemade rice crisp. Then chicken milanese. Then Kobe beef sliders and tater tots. Then sea bass oregano. Then Korean barbecue ribs. Then truffle grilled cheese. Then a four cheese ravioli with pureed cauliflower and truffle. Then foie gras on a crisp. Then prosciutto de parma pop with balsamic glaze. Then a lamb chop. And then wild boar parmesan homemade spaghetti and meatballs and a dollop of fresh ricotta. And then creme brulee, chocolate mousse with toasted marshmallow, homemade chip witch, and that was 19 courses. The 20th course, however, they gave us a to-go container of meatballs and sauce. <laughs> what? <laughs> I always say after a hearty 19-meal course, I want some meatballs with sauce to go. Wow, um, that's impressive. What was the best thing? Oh, what was your uh, usually the pasta course is usually my favorite. Um mm. But actually, I think my favorite thing uh, that night was I. They, they brought out the prosciutto with like the Shoot. balsamic glaze. Just I was popping that shit because it's so weird too when we <laughs> go and there was this woman uh, at a table next to us that like you know you have like the courses and then they come out with like passed around stuff like the truffle mac and uh, the truffle grilled cheese 
was a passed around the foie gras and the prosciutto were passed around. So the waitress like comes out and she goes to each table like because it's ready. You know what I mean? So mm. they're like, oh, do you want some? And they're like, no, no, it's OK. And we're uh, we're overhearing this and we're just like, what are you nuts? Like, what, are you crazy? Like, this is this is the whole experience. How are you going to turn it down? So the woman comes back over to us because we were right near where the food was coming out. Do you want that grilled cheese? <laughs> I did. Well, the whole thing is they're on, it's on a platter. So I was like, oh, like with the prosciutto, she was like, oh, they didn't take it. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to take four more then. So yeah, I just yeah. I just kept taking it. And then you can ask for more of whatever you want. You can say like, oh, can I have another? Because I, I had another foie gras crisp because i thought they were really good so i was like can i have another oh. one of those but they have like specific times when you can go there's either there's a four o'clock a six o'clock or an eight o'clock reservation that's it so i think like everyone sits down at four you know and then it all comes out for it's on a you know, schedule so it's all, right yeah it's all being made basically at the same time um but you know we go every year so far it's been a tradition and it's been great northport <laughs> It's been a tradition. Two years. Two years. Does, does no, count? actually, I can't say two years because we were going <laughs> before we were married too. Okay. So, but we All changed. Right. We we used to go in the June, day. which was right. our boyfriend girlfriend anniversary. Gotcha. And now it's changed. To and now it's boyfriend ex girlfriend. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anniversary. That's right. 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 Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, I, the only real thing is, uh, we had a house party, a moving in party on Saturday in my apartment. It was a once upon a time in bed party. Uh, Thanks for the invite. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I did invite Tuna and Dan, but neither of them, neither of them could make it. And Wait, I so you, you didn't add him even though to your close friend's Instagram story that you, I mean, you could have just done it for shits and giggles. Uh yeah, I mean I guess I could have, but you know I didn't want Christian to feel like he was missing out. You know? Well, he are, he just but felt he like he missed out because he just asked <laughs> thanks for the invite. Well, you know I like to keep these things fresh for the podcast. Um, but anyway, it was a lot of fun. We actually stayed up until like six a.m. We we it was ridiculous. Oh, thank God I didn't go to um, that fucking party. It was uh it was a shit show. It was a <laughs> lot of fun though. It was a '60s theme. Everyone looked amazing. We had multiple Sharon Tates here. It was awesome. Um, wow. Yeah, but other- otherwise, that it's been a pretty lazy week. Other than that, haven't really been doing much. Oh, I watched um, the Paul Rudd Netflix show, Living with Yourself. Chris, I think you watched. No, I haven't been fortunate enough to watch that. What do you think? Uh. Um, I-, I liked it. Um, I think it's it's stressful. Uh, if you don't know what the show is about, the basic premise is Paul Rudd is stuck in a rut, uh, trying to fix his marriage, trying to fix his work life, and he goes to this spa where he is told uh, he can be made happy. And he goes, and he goes through the procedure, and he comes out, and he's really happy. However, not everything is as it seems. And, uh, yeah, and that's all I'll say. I think it's um, it, it's it's sad. Um, it's it's a bunch of different things. It's, it's sad. It's funny, though, and I think Paul Rudd does a really good job. Um, I mean, you know, if you've seen the trailer, there's two of him. There's the sad version of him. There's the happy version of him. And uh, one thing I really like is they speed through plot points. By the third episode, there's a major thing that happens where I'm like, oh my god, I really thought they this would be the end game of the show, but it's not. And partly they're able to get away with it because one episode will focus on one version of him, and then the other ep- the next episode will be like, what did the other version of him do whilst this Paul Rudd was doing his thing? Um, but I think it's worth checking out. I binged the shit in one night. It's it's only eight episodes, twenty minutes a piece. Uh, go check it out. Yeah, but other than that, that's dope. No nice meals, no fancy meals, or anything like that to report. Well, that's unfortunate. Wait, where, where was your girlfriend though? 
Uh, she's been in uh, Sweden this past week. Well, she didn't go to your party. Did she get an invite? She did get an invite, uh, but she... Even though you knew she wasn't going to be able to go. Well, I mean, I... Well, so you could have done that for Chris. <sighs> exactly. Lawyered. Move on. Uh, okay. So, I watched some stuff. Uh, we, we don't have nice cool weather. It actually, like, suddenly got hot here this week. So, I went to the pool earlier today, for instance. Ugh, um, which was actually pretty nice. But I watched all of Dr. Stone. I finished that. I finished Mob Psycho, which was pretty darn good. And I also watched My Roommate is a Cat. Uh, pretty funny. Cute little anime. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, just watching uh, Impractical Jokers, watching uh, current season of The Good Place, which is, wow, so good. Alex, you got to catch up on that. Oh, my so, God. With this yeah. show. For you. Uh, I did watch the first episode of that Dr. Stone show. I like oh, it. It gets just better um, and better. It's intense, man. Like, holy shit. Like, yeah. The the when you pitch the premise to me of all these people turning to stone and them waking up thousands of years later, it's it's actually way scarier than 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 that pitch uh, after Correct. watching it. Wait, um, so what did they do with the people that turned to stone? Didn't they like they just put them all in like a pit? Like what they do with them? No, they're all, everyone's turned to stone. Only a handful of people currently. I've only seen the first episode. Only two people have seemingly unfrozen from their stone yeah prison. i know but when when everyone turned to stone i thought you said that in addition to those people turning to stone there was a section of the human race that did not and kept i haven't living. gotten to that if that is the case oh oh i'm yeah. sorry i thought i misunderstood. Okay. I misunderstood i think chris mentioned that last week i have i don't know anything about that got it yeah all right um yeah and and if i said it that way because at that point i don't think i'd finished it um i think i totally didn't understand everything so i would say that that's not completely untrue, but also definitely not necessarily accurate either. Um, for all intents and purposes, assume <laughs> there's basically no other humans. What a great, as far as the main wow. characters now. That great was smoke that and was mirror something. right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I was basing it on what I had been revealed to me thus far into the show. Ah, uh, I gotcha. Uh, okay. So, um, and I still don't have all the answers yet because the first season seems to be done. Or actually, sorry, episodes are still coming out. So, um, also. We didn't talk about it. I think we talked about it in the post show, but man, this new My Hero season, getting good. Alex, got to catch up on that. I did start to. I did start to watch My oh, Hero Academia again. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Oh, yes. Pressure works, Chris. Doesn't work. It doesn't work that next well. Next thing you know, next week, coming in, good place season re- one review from two. Yeah. Once Alex watches like a handful of episodes of The Good Place, he's going to be hooked. And then when he finishes that first season, he is going to have his mind blown because it it is phenomenal where that show goes it is one of the smartest shows i've ever seen it's incredible it's so good so uh, i was talking to uh our friend uh karthik about the good place the other night he th- he also when, thinks when it's one this? of the smartest television when, shows of all time wh- when, uh, was when we were all recording last week afterwards i said hey would yeah. any of you like to stay on <laughs> no, and play games? This, no this oh is no i did and you said to me and i quote no nah, i can't you know how it is and i said no i don't because i'm gonna keep playing games that I can confirm that that is what was said. <laughs> Boom, baby, and then Karthik signed have. on minutes later. Oh, he's always online now. I want to know: Did anyone even like? Did any one of you listeners play with him? Carman, Starman, go play with him. Which Maybe? I oh, man, I heard you guys man. not give him good props. I actually think that's a great gamer tag in the age of like, what, what is the mean? point of a gamer tag? I didn't say it was bad. What did I say? I don't think I said anything about it. Did I? I think Dan tried to explain it away as being a part of sort of like his like sort of spiritual 
things that he does, and you were like, I wouldn't give him that much credit. I don't think he gave it that much thought into it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely don't think he gave that much thought into it. You think oh, he did? I think so, because that was exactly I how just, I read it as well. I think he just went, okay, Carman, that, that's me. And then he goes, what rhymes? Starman. Starman. <laughs> He's just Big that's Dave as far, That's as far as I think he went with it. <laughs> Big Dave I mean, I, I'm seeing him tomorrow. I could ask him tomorrow. <laughs> Um, it's great. Uh, I also told him about Libby because he's been listening to tons of audiobooks and he was very excited because I guess he's been buying his audiobooks. So now he, I sent him like a whole, I, I actually put together a list of everything that I have listened to this year. I might tweet that out this week. Um, I didn't quite keep to the one a week, but I'm not that far off. So if I find the time, I might be able to catch back up and get 52 in for the year before the year's over. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about some games that we've played this week. How's that sound, guys? Sure. Uh, I'll kick it off because the other night I played Borderlands with Karthik. And, Tom, wouldn't you know it? Remember how Alex was like, well, some of that, some of those levels, as I got up to 50, I played with Karthik. So, um, Tom, how much of that do you think Alex actually played with Karthik? None. But very few. Well, I can tell you this. A token level. He played, he played enough with Karthik to get Karthik from level one to mm-hmm. level two because that is his highest level character that's correct <laughs> <laughs> we played the um so it was a token level we played, tried to play. oh my god <laughs> we played the um did, and also did which which <laughs> mode did you play because if you played one of the modes it one shot and you oh yeah he's leveled <laughs> exactly right um no so we started a new game i started a new character as well mm. i started with mo maz moes whatever yeah. Um, so mm. we started playing, and like you had to watch the intro video, and then the bus ride. Oh, sure, that's fair. Sure. That's fair. That and takes a while. Counted. We that. had to get off the boat. Sure, like t- clocks the boat. ticking. We clock. had to get off the the bus, oh, and then he wanted to like check out his character, and I'm like, okay, fine. And then we had to do the whole beginning, and then it was like there's a lot of dialogue and shit in the beginning. Like yeah. after that first initial stuff in Borderland, they just like let you go, and like you can yeah. listen to all the um like the bullshit. Like if you're in a side mission that you don't really care about. You could just get it done while the recording plays. You don't have to actually watch any cutscene or anything like that. But um, no, we we got up to the point where we rescued Vaughn. Okay, so dope. We rescued Vaughn, and that was it. And I said, I'm I gotta go. I'm too tired. I played what came in for like a good hour and a half, and we got up to the part where we uh, could take off in Sanctuary. So, oh, okay, good. So that was pretty good. Got him up to there, um, and we played some Halo. Uh, as well. We played some Halo. So he didn't know about Man Cannon, which I don't understand because he played Halo Reach and Halo 3. So we did Man Cannon. Um, I showed him that there's a custom games browser and the fact that, like, people can join your custom games now, and it blew his mind. Like, he couldn't <laughs> believe it. And I was like, you basically missed a generation of games. <laughs> like, yes. It's interesting to see how he's like, well, you can do this now? And it's like, Yeah. Yes, you can. Wow. Like, like, that must be exciting, incredible. though, to be like, wow, there's all this new great stuff. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus. yeah, it's been around for like five years. Um, so that was fun. I played that. Uh, I played a little bit of Smash with Matt. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's all that I played this last week, other than obviously some Blair Witch, which we will talk about. What else you got? Oh, yeah. Tuna? Um, nothing. I played Borderlands. Very little, though. Cool. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah, I didn't really play uh, much uh, this past week. Still getting away. Oh, some a- new Apple Arcade games came out that are worth checking out. Manifold Garden, a game that's been in development for 
uh, seven years, I think, is finally released. It's on Apple Arcade. It's a puzzle game, very much like a Witness-esque, but all of the puzzles are based on gravity. So you'll be in a room and you'll have to switch, like, are you standing on the floor? Are you standing on the wall? Are you standing on the ceiling and, and complete puzzles that way? And um, that's uh, the other games. There's like a Pac-Man game that came out. There's a baseball game that's really shit. And I just don't know if that's because I don't like baseball or not. But Manifold Garden, definitely worth checking out. Um, and then I started playing The Outer Worlds today. Not too far into it, but I'll keep it short and sweet. If you want a well-written, funny, and slimmed-down Fallout experience, then you're going to love this. However, it is still very much fundamentally a Fallout game. So if the whole um, exploring and picking up everything and crafting and dialogue trees doesn't interest you, then there's nothing here I think that's going to uh, change your mind. Uh, there's nothing here so different from Fallout that you're going to enjoy. It is still fundamentally a very familiar game. Um, really excited to get more stuck into it. And I think that they have learned um, some, cons especially from their time working on some Bioware games, because they obviously did KOTOR 2 as well. I think they've they've kind of nailed this in a way. Like they, They've become the masters of of this kind of game even over bethesda because some now. of the so some of the dialogue options and the very first um the very first choice that you have to make the very first kind of branching path is a really tough call and usually like they'll lob softballs at you but no this game gets you stuck in like you're constantly having to make tough decisions that vastly alter how the game turns out uh yeah so that's that's what i've been playing this past week Awesome. I'm actually excited for that. I've heard great things about it. And as someone who had trouble getting to the Fallout games, everything I've heard about this and the quality of life things that this has and more of like the actual interactive gameplay as opposed to like more simulated uh, gameplay that's in Fallout um, makes me want to give this a try because I think that's where I just couldn't get into Fallout. Also, I just I think Fallout always looks amazing in the ads and then it's just like a desaturated ugly world when you're actually playing it whereas this is a colorful well, bright world it is it is very colorful uh it, it is akin i think in a, in a lot of style wise a lot of similarities to uh borderlands and i will say if the thing that if you are not the kind of if you're the kind of person that got turned off by fallout because it's a buggy nightmare yeah um, this game so far i haven't run into any bugs Which it's what a very heard. well made yeah so if if that was the sticking point for Fallout and that was a the bugs part were of not charming, then I mean it's on the cool thing is it's on Game Pass, so there's right. no excuse not to check it out. That's true. Yeah. I never got into Fallout. Yeah. Same. Mm. But I'll try yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah. a better theme. Thematically and visually alone, I'm more interested in this than Fallout, so mm. Yeah, story's really good so far. Oh, okay. Uh I guess that means we're ready for some new You know, this uh, this Outer Worlds game, Alex, you got a 85 for that. I don't really care. I'm going to lose. That's very likely. Although, again, if Shenmue 3 doesn't come out, then you won't lose. It's all coming down to one game for you. Okay, so I'm just going to say this now. We need to find a way to, to make this not happen. 
Well, I think we did a better job this year than last year. No, I totally agree that this year was so much better. So I have a flawless year will be a year that a a game release does not affect the outcome. Right. So whether or not it releases, it's all about the scores. Two changes I want to make for next year, which would be each category is worth points. So like whoever has the highest game in this category gets like four points. If you are second most, you get three points. Third most, you get two, and then one. So basically, you get points per category instead of overall score. So that way, you could just like completely miss out on a category, and you aren't just going to get demolished because it's not worth 80 points anymore. Um, and then the other thing is, I think our midseason draft, like if you look at our midseason and our beginning of year draft, so many games are announced now 30, 60, or 90 days out from release that they miss out on our possible schedules. So we should have like quarterly or by like every other month, even like new drafts based on new games that are announced. So we should, we should be having larger rosters and breaking up the categories more, but we'll figure that out for next season. Cause that was, I mean, that was the intention was with trading and with benches that no one would have any missing categories. And I think the fact that we're only going to have one possibly this whole year is not terrible. Um, so, you know, not bad. Yeah, no, I agree. But I just it's would like it to be. Ba- I would, yeah, I would just like it to be based on, based upon like the scores, not like the fact that yeah. I didn't have a game that released, therefore I lost. I mean, like, otherwise when, like, you have the like of the one day, of the highest performing teams. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, it just becomes like so anticlimactic. Like yeah, after this whole season, it comes down to the fact that a game didn't release, and then Correct. it's like oh, right. Correct. Which, like, the same thing goes for Tom. Like, Tom, had I not stupidly given him Children of Morta, Tom would not get first. I would have guaranteed first place. Um, Tom would be essentially fighting with you over last because you would both be in that sort of screwed position. Um, But that's the thing. I don't want you to be screwed. I want you to have picked a game that you thought was going to do well and didn't, or you didn't draft a game. You know, you, you chose not to draft... Totally, and I think I think that year has ha- has kind of had that. I think that it hasn't really up until like maybe the beginning of October, end of September. It, the picture of who, where everything was going to fall, but you wouldn't have known wasn't that necessarily in place. Yeah, but you wouldn't have known that until the end of the year anyway, because at the end of the year is when we have the cutoff. So it's kind of like we know you know by now games are going to release or not. So right. Which is why we need more drafts throughout the year so that we can each get bigger benches. Yeah, we need to get – yeah, you know, I feel like there should be more strategy involved in kind of like you see a game you really want. You see two games you really want. You know, you pick one. You don't pick the other. The other one gets picked. You kind of say, oh, damn it. I wish I had picked that game. Again, it's it's more that kind of – next year I really don't want us to have a situation like this again where it's, well, this game didn't come out. Therefore, you know, Alex, Dan, Chris, or Tom loses. Right. That's kind of – yeah. So. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I think yeah, I think it'll yeah. be better next year. Um, each year's been better than last. Each year, so. yeah, just keep revamping. You know, we learn from yep. we learn from it. Absolutely, I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, you do you actually have you have the highest amount of green scores, which is an 80 to an 89. Um, so you you have the most of those. I think you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have ten of your games have an 80 or above. So. Which is higher than anyone else. And below 90. Yes, correct. Yeah, below 90 as well. Whereas like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. You have 8, Tom, and I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. 
I have six. And then Dan is at the bottom of that. Like, Dan basically is going to have a higher average than you only because you're going to end up missing a game. Yep. So. Which is fine. We'll see. Also, to be fair, you got screwed by Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Um, <laughs> you got 58 points for that, which no one saw coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, but that's even if good. I'd rather lose that way. I'd rather lose that way. Right. But had had that game performed well, mm-hmm. you could have possibly still beaten Dan. Like, because the rest of your scores were so high. Right. So, right. That's, that is unfortunate. Well, yeah. we are where we're at with that. Uh, Tom, what else do you have? Uh, yeah, well, before we get into uh, what some actual gaming news, uh, remember, November 1st, 8 p.m., Extra Life charity stream mix of the Unranked crew and some of our streaming listeners. You know who you are, so look forward to that. Um, but in actual news, we got some juicy stories this week. The first being, it is most, it is very likely that at BlizzCon this year, which kicks off next week, amidst all of the drama ensuing with that company over all the China shit. It looks like at BlizzCon they are going to announce both Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. Um, we they're don't really going to have an many... Overwatch 2? I find that fascinating. So, um, well, let's get Diablo out of the way. Um, this came from a leak in a German gaming magazine, which was publishing, uh, had an ad in it about the uh, art of Diablo, and in that ad, it mentions Diablos 1, 2, 3, and 4. Uh, and then Overwatch 2, Chris, uh, yes, it is interesting, but it seems like it's going to be a radically different game. Um, it seems that it's actually going to have a campaign and that it will actually have uh, player versus environment in in it. And the short cinematic supposedly features younger versions of the characters. So we're actually going to learn about what caused... Because in the canon of the series, the Overwatch game that takes place now is like after the Overwatch group has disbanded. Um, And that is apparently going to be the focus of Overwatch 2. So it's actually going to be a prequel to the current game and is going to be more story-focused. It's a pre-sequel. a pre- uh, yes, yeah, Overwatch the pre-sequel, which honestly, when Overwatch first came out, other than the fact that I really enjoyed playing it for a week, I loved all those short cinematics. I was reading up on the world. It was very so, like Team Fortress 2 cinematics for the characters. Yes, exactly. Yes, uh, it was. And um, so, you know, I think that they are this. It's not just going to be a, a it's going to be a vastly different game than the Overwatch that is currently out. We will maybe have more details about that next week um, as long as I don't know when they have their like whole keynote. So I don't know, but maybe we will. Uh, but keep your eyes out for that. But obviously, BlizzCon, it's going to be a fucking weird thing this year, obviously, with all of the uh, Hong Kong uh, business happening, which we've talked about at nauseum. Uh, the next piece of news, but. <laughs> This one's funny. Bethesda is now selling a $100 annual subscription for exclusive Fallout 76 features. Because you know what everyone wanted, Chris and Tuna? They wanted to have to spend $100 on Fallout 76. This is insulting, and I think it's cruel, (laughs) insulting, and it's like... It's bad. Are you being serious or are you being sarcastic? No, I'm being dead serious. I think it's insulting to the few people who play their game which are the people that like are really into Fallout and they're just going to take advantage of their wallet to make up for 
the fact that their game didn't perform well. They are just trying to squeeze everything out of the people that Agreed. care about them. The most the most egregious error here is that at E3 this year, the changes that they had announced for Fallout 76, which included act- adding NPCs to the game, all of these things, like it seemed like, oh, maybe they might actually turn this fucking ship around. Those features have been delayed indefinitely, and then a week after delaying the features, they announced, hey... You can spend $100 a year or $13 a month, almost the price of the Netflix's most expensive subscription or an HBO subscription for private worlds. So if you want to play the game single player and not have anyone in your game, you have to. this is the only way to do that uh, or just have a world where it's just you and your friends. Uh, a scrap box, which allows you for unlimited storage for crafting components. A survival tent, which allows you to have an additional fast travel slot. Um, you get atoms, uh, 1,650 atoms every month, which is the currency. I don't know if that's a high amount or not. Uh, and then you get uh, an outfit that is exclusive to this thing. And then icons and emotes that are only available to the members. The e- Even from dedicated fans who have still played Fallout 76 and been like no the game is good now i really enjoy it even they are pissed off so much to the point that it what's hilarious is that bethesda did not get the so the service is called fallout first they did not get the url for falloutfirst.com and if you go to falloutfirst.com right now it is a it is <laughs> it I is actually a haven't shit seen this. show hold on <laughs> Um, falloutfirst.com if you go there it is someone who is basically one st or f-i-r-s-t f-i-r-s-t wow fuck you it would have been good if they had made uh the little fallout guy like giving the finger uh i think that someone out there has done that because that there is a fallout guy giving the finger they should have used that one yeah but it's it's basically if you if you go to falloutfirst.com i don't know maybe it'll be taken down by tomorrow what's but included behind this is the amazing. fallout fuck you first ever since ever since fallout 76 launched we have consistently done nothing to improve and evolve the experience based on your shitty feedback that's why we're excited to launch <laughs> fallout fuck you first a premium ass pounding membership that offers something <laughs> dumbass players have been asking for since before launch, private worlds for you and your select IDO cough friends. So we are decided to put it behind a paywall. Wow. Uh, the website is extensive. Um, wow. It is. Oh it my is god. Fully oh my it goes god. On. Somebody really yeah, puts it goes time on, and dude. Um, yeah. Fallout so... Fuck You First will be available as a one month waste your money membership, or you can purchase a yearly cash burning pile for a thirty six percent discount. <laughs> Over the monthly waste your money rate as shown on our website, I will not link this scam. If you cancel your slave membership or it expires, you'll still be able to access any microtransaction points you received as well as the resources stored in your scrap box. If we don't delete them first. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, yeah, so the, uh, what's really funny is that website does inform you as to what is in the service. Um, I don't imagine... I, I think that the reception has been so bad. Bethesda will do something. They'll either make it cheaper or they're going to roll it back. I don't know, but wow. it, the response has not been good. Let's just put it that way. Um, okay, moving on. Next news. Shroud has moved to Mixer. 
Um, this obviously following Ninja moving to Mixer uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, I don't know. Do you know who Shroud is, Tuna? No, I was just going to let you keep talking, though, because I was going to probably Google it after this episode. Have you ever heard the name or anything like that? No. Okay. Well, basically, if Ninja was Twitch's number one star, this was the number two. Yeah, he's his um, right-hand man. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's that there's a toss-up for, 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 obviously, who would be second to Ninja or whatever, but Shroud is definitely in that discussion, and he is now exclusively streaming on Mixer. So... That's, I mean, I, I thought they'd be like one and done with Ninja because apparently they spent a shit ton of money on him. But apparently, look, Microsoft's got the cash for it. And if they want to make Mixer something, I mean, buying off all of the fucking streamers might be the way to do it. Um, Anyway, uh, so that is that. And then some games got delayed. Unfortunately, The Last of Us is moving to May 29th, 2020. What? From February. Yes, unfortunately, they just felt like um after reviewing the work that was left there was no way to you know uh, i think naughty dog has kind of come under fire before when it's come to crunch and i think they've tried to change the their image in that regard and so they are pushing it out for a few months but it you know it's kind of moving out of the way of some other games uh but that whole first half of the year is a mess already anyway so um yep Last of Us is getting delayed, and then Ubisoft delayed some titles, namely Watch Dogs is being moved from out of the physical year 2020. Uh, so it was coming out in March, I think, so sometime after that. And then uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine and Gods and Monsters are all being delayed out of that time period as well. So, I mean, this will be the first of, I'm sure, many delays from that uh, span of time. And that's the news for this week. Uh, there's a little bit more news, Tom. Is there now? Yes, there is. So starting tomorrow, mm. people will know that coming on Monday is a trailer for a brand new game developed ah. by yours truly, Christian Hume's uh, game developer extraordinaire, which is uh, my future <laughs> title uh, that I'm going to go by. Um, so I have in secret for the last 500 plus days, basically a year and a half, been developing a game. Uh, the title of it is Harmony Echoes of Power. I'm actually holding it right here in front of these guys. Yes, you are. Right in my hand. That's crazy. Uh, Holy shit. And uh, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send Tom a copy so that these guys can play it, maybe do a video or something. Um, the fuck? Also, well, because Tom is in the city, so, uh, so? there's people there that I want him to go demo it for. Right. So. You're not going to probably go do that? <laughs> no. Yeah, Correct. He's definitely, um, definitely But that not. way also then you guys can all get together and play uh, that way. Um, so I'm not going to reveal too much about it right here on the podcast other than the fact that I am announcing it because the trailer won't be ready until Monday or at the latest on Tuesday. Uh, but what I will say is that uh, what I've created here is a party card game that has a brand new take on the monster battling creature companion genre so it's it's built for players um like myself or alex or even tom who are like lapsed Yu-Gi-Oh players lapsed magic pokemon uh hearthstone if you're into those kinds of games but it's built for uh groups so it's a group based game um how the actual mechanics of that work and what's different about it are all going to be shown in the trailer but I'm very excited for people to see this. I'm working on it for a long time. I think people are going to really like the characters that we've created here. Um, 
and I think they're going to like the game because there are people who have made sort of monster battling party games in that genre, but a lot of them, uh, I haven't seen quite any that use the same rule set or mechanics that I'm using. So um, I think people are going to like this. We played it together like a year. So I actually, here's a fun fact is I got the idea for this coming up with a fake game or no game game in May 2015, uh, 2018. Um, Whoa! 2015. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in May 2018 is when I came up with this game. It was for Game or No Game. And uh, I was like, that was actually a good idea. And then I literally dreamt the game while I was sleeping, woke up at like 3 a.m., wrote it down in my notes. And that was uh, during E3 week. And then I just like, my girlfriend and I threw together like a crappy demo copy, played yeah. it with you three. And then this yeah. year at E3, you got to play like a prototype, like a really early prototype. Yeah. And now I have like a final, like this is the final game. Everything plays correctly. This is what it's essentially going to look like. Um, assuming our Kickstarter and everything works out, which will be in November, that date will also be announced on Monday. Um, you know, we'll improve some of the art and there's going to be a lot more creatures we want to make. But uh, I don't know you guys, you guys gave me some good feedback. Alex especially, and Tom, both you guys had a lot of good feedback, especially in those early days. <laughs> Alex especially, a and Tom. No, no, but <laughs> Alex Alex was especially immediately like very good at like being like, here's what I liked, here's what I didn't. I remember yeah. you, you, the thing I remember about you is that you were just blown away that it wasn't crummy, because I think you were just <laughs> expecting it to be like garbage, and then like while we were playing, you were like... I didn't, I, no, no, you, I just, I... No, but uh, this look, isn't a, in okay, a bad okay. way. I, I was I was very happy that you you legitimately were like I would actually play this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it wasn't that I expected it to be garbage. I just didn't expect to think. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Um, right. That first iteration we played was really solid. It's very different. The so the the version we played at E3 last year is very different from the version we played at E3 this year, and I assume maybe some things have been tweaked or whatever for, for the final release. But um, I was just very impressed with that first, um, that first demo. And I think that the changes that you made in the year since uh, were the right ones. Mm -hmm. um, uh, because the game, I think uh, if, if you like, it's, it's very different from these games, but if you like, you know, party games such as cards against humanity or, uno where mm -hmm. it's very quick to understand you pick it up and you just have you you bet you learn as you go and it just you can play with anyone it's that but it has pokemon in it <laughs> for you know for lack of a better uh comparison like it it has monsters and it's about the collecting and it's it's really it's actually really really good and um i think that uh, I really hope the Kickstarter goes well because I think it'll actually be a really successful product. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to talk about it and for you guys to play it uh, and to show it off. Yeah, um, no, I'm oh, pumped. By the way, ahead, um, for Patreon subscribers, uh, I am going to like show off the cards in the game and stuff on like a special little thing for all of our Patreon subscribers because uh, I just want to do something for you guys and uh, show you the game because I have been dying to talk about this for... A year and a half, <laughs> which has, God, it has been so hard to not, like, tell people about this. Um, yeah. I mean, I could count on at most two hands at this point, the amount of people that know. So it's very exciting. Uh, so everyone will hear more soon. Let's move forward. How do you guys feel? I love it. 
then it's time to move on to some listener mail. If you've got emails, we've got a place for them to go. Questions, comments, corrections, whatever you've got, we want it. Send it to email at unrankedpodcast.com or check the show notes to send us a DM on our Discord or tweet it at us. We want to hear it. Alex, start us off. Okay. I have a new baby coming, and my wife and I have been going through our do not want list of names. Mine has <laughs> bosses, relatives, coworkers, teachers, bullies, and po- and podcast hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say what a jerk? Which, which ones? <laughs> which begs the question: What names would you never ever want for your child, and why? Um, so I guess I mean I could I could take this. Relatives are fine. Um, however, my cousins cousins have the ones we spend some holidays with um they have kids so any of those kids names are done we're not so what what's on that list um hunter alexandra uh i feel like hunter is kind of a tough name to give a kid anyway i can't remember i feel like you're really putting a lot on a giordana that name giordana wait what giordelli's no not <laughs> Giardelli. Uh, <laughs> what's the other kid's name i'm naming my child nestle Fusili, uh <laughs> no X's. Alabiata. Absolutely yeah. absolutely no X's. Um Correct. Most no, coworkers yeah, yeah, are no out. X's. Most coworkers are out. Rel- again, relatives don't care. Teachers, no, I don't really care about teachers. But what names? What names do we got got here? Because I feel like he was asking for for names. <sighs> I'm not giving specifics. I'm not naming people. I'm not calling people out. But um <laughs> there's just some you know, there's just some some name. You I know, agree. I think there's Debbie just... and HR's got a real <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 are yeah. there well okay let's let's not because we don't want to call anyone in specific but are there like any specific names that you wouldn't like i definitely wouldn't use any of your names no none of you're all out yeah all your names are but out that, and the female like versions other names of your names i feel too. like i'd never want christina's out just because it's right next to you yeah, tom's a good name out. dude strong name who tom yeah it's it's old nobody wants to be named tom anymore <laughs> All right, Alexander. Ooh, see, that's a that's a touchy subject with me because it's not that's not, not my name. name. Mm. Yeah, mm. Alexander. All right, it's uh, Alexi. <laughs> yeah, Alexi. Alexi, yes. <laughs> Alexa. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't name someone Alexa or Siri. Right. <laughs> or, or, or Google. Or Google. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely or not Google Assistant. <laughs> Probably wouldn't name my yeah. kid Googs. Uh, probably not Mark, just because fuck suck, you know? What about your yeah, brothers? Uh, no. I would, no family members. Would you if do... Donald is name, over. Would you, would <laughs> That's you out do, of yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you do the first letter or the or the same sound for each kid? Like how people do... No, not necessarily. No. Probably not. Well, because you're... Pro- you, I mean, you're not exactly, but you guys are all of the same... Yeah, we've got the... Cu- you got the cuss sound yeah. at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. Which, uh... Yeah, I don't. I think that's actually kind of a common thing. Oh, it's very happens. common. Yeah, a lot of people. My do roommate it. was literally talking about it the other day. He was like, "Wouldn't it be cool?" Because his name's Austin, and he was like talking about he has like one of those marriage pacts with his friend. That's like, oh, if we're not married by forty, let's marry or whatever. And she also has like, I think her name's Autumn. So it'd be like Austin and Autumn. And he was like, "Wouldn't it be cool if we had kids and they were all A's as well?" I was like, "No, that's the lamest shit I've ever heard." <laughs> like the whole Kardashian, Kate, like all of that shit, yeah, sucks. It's but people do it all the time. I know. It's, it's just, we need a new plague. Well, you're. Not... <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god! 
See, you know what's amazing? I feel like my complaints are, you know, they're not they're not too bad. Tom just said he wants to basically get a plague in here <laughs> to thin it's out the population. The not basically. It's a joke from the not office. basically. Right, I'm sorry. Not basically. He basically. Not basically. He he, he said, said that he wants to thin out the population with a good plague. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> with a good plague. Wow. A good old with a good plague. plague. Oh my gosh. Just gonna have to cut this whole segment now. <laughs> no, leave this in. Leave his genocide bullshit in. Leave that in. <laughs> Don't let him get crawl out from under that. Leave, leave the or genocide get, in. No, leave episode. that in. Yeah, leave the genocide like <laughs> statement that maybe other people have thought but would never think of saying out loud. Leave it's that. It's a joke leave the genocide, in the keep office. The genocide. Yeah, but you're Which not. Which was a prime not, time television but, show. But you're not an actor or a comedian. You're Tom. I'm a podcast host. Yeah, but you're not the funny one on the show. I'm. Oh, 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 fuck you. You know what? When my genocide comes, you're first on the chopping block. <laughs> all right. I feel like this whole thing all, has to go. We're all mates. <laughs> no, it's no. All, don't it's cut all, any of this. This good. better not it's be cut good. when I when I spot listen. This better not be cut. Hey guys, long time listener, first time writing into the show. I suppose that means I should rank <laughs> the crew. One, Dad, Doke, Dan, rate that game game is my favorite by far. Two, Tom, the game new segment is great, and the wanker buzz in audio gets me every time. Three, (laughs) yeah, that's pretty good. Alex, he seems like such a dick, but it reminds me of myself. (laughs) I'm, I, I say everything that you probably are thinking. Everyone out there, a lot of people Uh, would think. And, and then, yes, obviously, that means, and last, Christian. Christian's great, but Game Busters is absolutely unforgivable. My question for you guys is, which final boss was the most satisfying for you to defeat? Mine is Malice in Shadow of the Colossus. It was the right combination of being challenging, but not so challenging, excuse me, that it becomes frustrating. Plus, the twist at the end was the cherry on top. Keep up the great work and suck it. This one is from Drew. Uh, final hmm. boss. I really like the Ganon fight in Ocarina. Okay. I was about, if you had finished that sentence with Breath of the Wild, no, I was going to say that that was one of the worst yeah. boss fights I've ever experienced and one of the most unsatisfying ends to an otherwise great game. But yes, I would say, uh, again, I would second that. And I would say the Ocarina Time boss fight because when I was a kid, Especially when you beat Ganondorf and you think it's over and you think you're doing the escape part. You think like, oh, I just have to escape the castle and this game's over. No. And that is, no spoilers obviously because the game's fucking 20 years old. But that is amazing. And then when you finally do beat, it's, it was like a perfect end to a perfect game. Mm. Yeah. You know what wasn't? <laughs> what? I, I know this is not answering the question. It's the total opposite. What? But remember when we beat, we thought we beat Jet Force Gemini, and then you find oh out it was God. just like a puppet version. Yeah. And we're actually only halfway through the game, yes. and the rest of the game is this insane collectathon. Collectathon, yeah. Oh. So that you could just fight the same fight, but actually win this time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that um, sucks. I thought God of War's end was also satisfying. Actually, you know what, boss fight? The, the final, the Queen Valkyrie. Was a very yeah. satisfying boss fight. That was but very satisfying. Does that count? Because it's not a part of the campaign. Yeah, I know. Because that's the thing. Because here, one of my favorite boss fights is the uh, fight against Mister Freeze in Arkham City. But it's not the final boss fight. Um, oh, I would say the uh, final fight in the Spider-Man game is very good. Um, mm. Don't want to ruin 
who that's against for anyone that hasn't played it. Uh, but it's a really solid uh, final boss. Final, I, uh, final boss. Here's one to chew on. Mm. Here's one to chew on. Mm-hmm. Red in gold and silver. Ooh. Chewing on or that. Or blue in, in red and blue. Um, but red and gold and silver, like you think you won, you think you're the right, champ, and then right, they tell right. you, yo, head up to Mount Silver. The former champ, Red, is there. And then you go, you make your way to the top of Mount Silver, and then you, you fight the person that you were several years before. Oh man! And he's souped up monsters. What a metaphor! Great for match, just existence. It's great, great match. No, it is. Um, that's definitely. I thought I thought Wind Waker was pretty good too. Oh, that's a great one. I loved that Wind Waker fight. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. That was awesome. Satisfying. Good cinematics there. Um, that's my best, my favorite version of Ganondorf is Wind Waker, which is so funny because. You know, it, it really is hilarious that when, when that game was coming out, when it was like, you know, when the trailer came out and everything, people were like, oh, my God, the cartoon looks yeah. terrible. Oh, my God. And it's like, I feel like it's a lot of, I feel like like it's held up better, you know, t- almost 20 years later than other games from that time. Yes. Which is hysterical. Yeah, I mean, the inter, like the, what was it, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword, not as good as no. her. No, not at all. Um, uh, I will also give an honorable mention to the final boss fight in Metal Gear Solid 4. Uh, I think that's Revolver Ocelot that you fight at the end. I can't remember the characters' names. But the final fight in the fourth Metal Gear Solid is fucking great. Uh, another one? Metroid Prime, the final boss fight when you fight Metroid, the the Metroid Prime is Mm. pretty amazing. And you also sort of fight, like, it's, Dark, Dark Samus isn't in that one, but, um. In the second one, you fight Dark Samus. Um, but there was another... God, what... Um, in Metroid Prime, in the first one, there's this other... I think it's in the, like, Ice World. Uh, it's, like, this amazing, amazing boss fight. It was really hard. I'm trying to remember what the heck it was. Um, obviously, you have to kill Ridley in Metroid Prime as well. Um, but that's... I think this is it. Oh, no, Prime 2 Quadraxis. There was the Omega Pirate. Oh, maybe they don't have them up here. This isn't even on their top ten. I really liked him. But Metroid Prime has incredible boss fights. Very, very good. Very good. played Metroid Check him out. Prime. Uh, really? Yeah. Didn't have a, ge- oh, I never had a game. Well, I never had a GameCube. Hopefully the trilogy. You have a Wii, though? Yeah, but did they? Did it? was it Virtual Console? or? They came out with the Metroid Prime trilogy on the Wii. It was amazing. Oh, no. I, know. I never picked it up. Oh, it was great because you could actually play it with the Wiimote controls, which was awesome. It was one of the few times the motion controls was really good. Um, because of the pointer, it was like way more precise than just using the analog stick, and uh, it allowed you to play the first two in widescreen, which is cool. So. Uh, well, I'm hoping that I will get to experience that on Switch. So fingers crossed that that same is a real thing. Same. That's a really good game, yeah. which I think Alex sort of missed out on. I think today the kind of games that you like, you you would enjoy as well now. So uh, okay, and we have a voicemail. So let's go ahead and listen to that. I think Jackie called in to respond and let us know what Pokemon she was going to dress up as. Charmander! <laughs> I got you! Oh my god. <laughs> okay, that didn't come out as good as I thought it was going to. I used to be really good at doing Pikachu. Um, hello! <laughs> so, um, at first, yeah, I was thinking of doing kind of like Pikachu because I thought it was going to be easy and cute, but then I didn't really like the costumes. So I had this awesome idea idea of doing um, 
Snorlax and just buying like a slice or two slices up and then you know just like being all comfortable and buying a pokey flute and giving it to a co-worker or hiding it and that way when we have to do like our little runway show whatever um pretending to be asleep and then that way i can just sleep in the office and they'd be like jackie you need to work i'm like oh i'm in character my character just sleeps and you know <laughs> not to shit anyways that's a great a yeah. great idea love it fuck that's a good one same no it's great very good i like the accurate um charmander voice it was good yeah yeah, she thought it, it was, was bad, good. but I thought it was actually pretty good. No, I thought it was pretty accurate. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I like that. That was good as well. Thank you for that. Uh, please, people, keep calling us in. We love them. Voicemail number in the show notes. Check it out. Alex. Why? Can you serve us up something hot and spicy with a touch of complaints? Yeah. Um, you know, what's really funny about this complaint list is that some like people are starting to get wind of it. Um, I went in the city today for a meeting uh, with coworkers, and I forget how it came up, but some one of them knows about it and told someone else about it, and for some reason now they're like loving this complaint list. Um, okay, so man, which one should I do? We'll do the one that happened today. So I'm on the train going in. Uh, something happens on the train. You guys want to guess what it is? Somebody annoyed me on the train. Okay. Well, All right. On the train, I'm going to go with this is a food smell related thing. Someone was uh, eating something and it was like smelly and loud. And there's also a lot of like sounds right. going on. Uh, right. And they're just wrong place, wrong time. Right. No. Tom? Uh, so the important differentiator here, is this a Long Island Railroad train or the subway? It's. I would have said subway. It's a Long Island Railroad train. Uh, someone annoyed you on the L-I-R-R. Let me guess. Uh, you know what? I'm going to make this simple. Just loud speaking. Just obnoxiously loud to the point where it's, like, clear that they want you to hear what bullshit they've got in their life. And that's it. Uh, no, but obnoxious is one of the words that I used in the complaint. Well, close to the So it is, the answer is obnoxious yawning. (laughs) The guy on the train audibly and exaggerating his yawns the whole fucking ride. You can yawn without making a sound. What the fuck is wrong with you? You don't need to go, (sighs) the guy kept doing it the whole freaking ride in. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, there is no way you can't yawn without being silent. Like you can be silent. That whole doesn't need to happen. I, wow. I mean, I agree. No, 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 Great engagement. Great engagement on the podcast. No, okay, so so here's here's the issue with this is uh, I get yelled at for Teresa. Well, I know you do because you're the worst. You're also bad. <laughs> Chris always goes, and then he goes, every single time. He does do the lip smacking. He does do the lip smacking. He yawns and he goes, every time. It's so stupid. Therese was on a plane recently, and she told me she was sitting near, like, this old guy who did the loudest, like, <laughs> and she was like, please don't become him, it's which now, like, ridiculous. subconsciously, I have to fight myself to not do it because I almost partially want to do it uh, now for that reason. It's so easy. So that's that's why I didn't have much of a reaction. <laughs> you didn't want to throw stones. I get it, Chris. Yeah, it's uh, it's just more satisfying when you really get that yawn out. Not with people around you. (laughs) Not Not with people around you. 
I'm less concerned with the people around me. I'm more concerned with my yawn satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> In Tunaville, anytime you yawn, a bubble appears around your head <laughs> as cone of silence. <laughs> See, I just yawned right now. So no one no knew. No one can hear you. Just yawned. Nobody knew. <sighs> yeah, you, you, you all know if I yawn. Yeah, we, we know. <laughs> Stupid. Sometimes they're so good, you just... You just got to taste it. No, get a, no, get no, <laughs> no. Unsnacked. Um, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Next. No, get that out of here. I remember when you told us that was you. I was like, wait, what? That That is that me. That is Chris. <laughs> yeah. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Uh, All right. Do we have a game? You guys want to play a game? Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Guys, today we're going to play... A new game! Oh, boy. Which is great news, because this is called Lightning Round. And in Lightning Round, I have six different versions of games that we've played here before on the show. Uh, So you have one question from each category. There is a true-false, a Russian roulette, a game-or-no game. A Rate That Game game, a Game Busters, and a Price Check. Which, by the way, Price Check is just a modified version of Garage Sale Stop. Since we aren't going to be auctioning here, you guys don't have a budget. It's just whoever gets closest to guessing the correct price. Uh, The thing with Lightning Round is there's six questions and there's six minutes. You will get the next question once one of you submits your answer. So once one of you submits the answer, the other one, you can keep noodling on it and everything. But um, we're going to go to the next round the second someone submits their answer. There is a six-minute timer, so you only have six minutes total for the whole thing. So uh, if you get super stuck on something, you might just want to say, screw it. I'm going to just send something in so that we can move forward. Uh, Here's how the points are going to break down. True-false, one point. The Russian roulette, uh, it's it's a modified because it is for the lightning round, so there's only four clues. So the first two clues are both worth two points, and the second two clues are worth one point. Game or no game, one point. Wait, that game game, one point. Game Busters, one point. Price check, one point. So basically, if you get the Russian roulette in the first two clues, you will get two points. Two points. Okay. All right. So, But it's six minutes max. Uh, you're going to send in your clues, your answers, one at a time. So you're not going to wait till the end. So the second one of you sends one in, I'm going to start the next part of okay. the round. Are you guys ready? Yes. All right. Here we go. Here to start a timer on my phone right now oh boy oh i gotta pick up i gotta all right good do you need something no i just had to get you your text open ah and if alex if you send one in and i start the next question tom hasn't sent his yet tom's not locked out of answering but i am just going to move on we're not going to go back to the questions oh jeez. okay so let's do it and six minutes begins i feel like i'm now go ahead true false when combined, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color sold over 148 million devices. When combined, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color sold over 148 million devices. All right, first answer is in. We're going to move on. The next one, Russian Roulette. This is a game, and your first clue is horn. Horn? I'm sorry. Horn. horn. Yes. Wait, so, and, uh, so what are we doing right now? So I'm guessing or? You know what? Typing your guess. Once you're typing your guess, and then we'll go to the next clue. Okay. So you can get up to four guesses for this. All right. I sent mine in. Okay. So, horn. And now your next clue, maverick. Mm, okay. 
And then your next clue, okay. TBA. TBA. Yes, and this is a game. So you have Horn, Maverick, and TBA to be announced. <laughs> okay. I got Alex's in. Tom, you might want to take another guess because sure. we're down to uh, your final clue, Gander. <laughs> what? TBA. Oh, that's good. All right. I don't know all of the things, but that's good. All right, Tom has his final guess in, so we're going to go on to the next one. Uh, oh, We are at God. two minutes so far. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right, the next one. Game or no game. Alex, did you get your final guess in? Uh, game or no game. It, the title is Crossworks. Crossworks. W-O-R-K-S. I'm, I'm uh, sorry. Oh, this a. is game or no game. Gotcha. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Game or no game. Crossworks. Option A. An isometric puzzle game that combines crossword puzzles and moving wedges. Slide wedges to move letter tiles around the board and line up correct words with their clues. Option B, a bridge-building puzzle game that requires the players to connect an ever-changing island chains. Go underground and above water to keep the free people of this world moving and connected. Or C, no, no, no game. And that was Crossworks. Alex has his guess in. Me too. The lightning round continues, and there are three things left and a little bit over three minutes, so you might want to start taking a little bit of time. You guys don't need to rush if you don't need to, but if it's your strategy, you can. Rate that game game. The game we're looking for is Perfect Dark for the Nintendo 64. Whoever gets closest gets the point. Perfect Dark for the Nintendo 64. Okay, Tom's guess is in. So we're going to move over to Game Busters. Game Busters. We're looking for a game title with Game Busters. And the game title we're looking for is King Midas waved at me after I took the eighth ticket at the deli counter. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I'm glad we've got again? three minutes for this bullshit. Say what? this again? King what are you talking took the about? Eighth ticket. King Midas, King Midas <laughs> waved at me after I took the eighth ticket at the deli counter. This is a game? Yes. <laughs> what? This was the thing I just made up before. We wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry, one more time, one more time. King Midas. King Midas waved at me after I took the eighth ticket at the deli counter. And you still have over. Uh, you still have two minutes, so. And the last thing is price check, so that's quick. King Midas took the eighth ticket. King Midas waved at me after I took the eighth ticket from the deli At the counter. deli counter. Yeah, King Midas waved at me after I took the eighth ticket at the deli counter. King Midas. And, and one more time, this is a game. Yeah, yeah. King Midas waved at me after I took the eighth ticket at the deli counter. You're doing okay on time. The you eighth have a ticket. What does the eighth 20. ticket mean? Yeah, I'm really like, what the fuck? I don't know. All right, I'm just going to send this in. Yeah, me too. Okay, and we're going to go to our last one. You have one minute left exactly. Price check. We're looking for the price for sealed, never opened, Star Fox on the Super Nintendo. Whoever gets closest. Star Fox for the SNES. New new yeah never opened like everything's perfect still sealed Send mine in all right tom's is in alex you have 30 seconds um i don't know how many seconds do i have 24 I star know. fox for the super nintendo sealed fine i don't know boom you guys finish with 16 seconds remaining good job <laughs> i'm gonna tell you all right now you guys all did i think better than you're gonna believe you did <laughs> really? <laughs> so let's start it out and let's look at our points. Uh, first one was true/false. What did you guys guess? True. I also said true. Oh, I'm sorry. Combined, they only sold 118 million devices. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I thought I thought that one might might slip through there. Yeah. Uh, so okay, no points yet. The next one, Russian roulette. What did you guys guess? Alex, let's well, start with your guesses because you've got. I think you put in more than Tom did. All right, I guessed for every clue that came out. So I guessed GTA three. Then I guessed GTA four. Then I guessed GTA five. Then I guessed Alaska, <laughs> the final frontier. <laughs> Which, um, unfortunately, it's not any of those. Tom, would you give us your guesses in order as well? Yeah, so when you said porn, I said Overwatch. Mm-hmm. When you... S- what did you... What was the next thing? I can't remember. Maverick. Maverick. And then you said... And then the next one was TBA. To be announced. And yep. I was still going off of the Maverick thing, so I said Top Gun the game, which actually... Very close. Was very close when I figured out what the game actually was. The final uh-huh. clue was Ganda, and the game is Untitled Goose Game. Yes, it is. Untitled Goose Game, because they How do you, honk where, like porn? a horn. You honk, honk like a horn if you're a goose. You said horn? Uh, Wait, yeah, you horn. said horn? With I said H. porn. Oh, you heard porn. See, I, 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 when also you just said porn, porn right now, I, I wasn't sure if I just misheard you. Okay, so no, that's I, where you I got also, thrown off. I also heard porn. Why, was okay. I, why do you think I was guessing? I don't know why you were guessing, GT. I thought it was just because you were like, fuck this game. Well, you can honk <laughs> in a car. You drive a car and you can honk it. Yeah, Are also you? that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the thing that stumped me. I was like, "What the, is that?" Untitled. Well, you got it. So you got a point. There? <laughs> it put you in the lead by one point. Uh, I apologize. I will make sure in the future to reiterate the word uh, if there's a chance for something like that. My apologies. Oh god. Um, the next one, game or no game? What did you guys guess? I said Crossworks. it wasn't a game. I also said it wasn't a game. It's not a game, but you know that first one doesn't sound like a bad idea. Crossword puzzles meets one of those like park in card two, games. In two years' time, Chris is going to be like, "All right, my next game, <laughs> my next Crosslinks, whatever it was." There, there, <laughs> there are some gems in these in these old episodes. If someone wants to make uh, Typhoon Raccoon, I will play it. Uh, actually, Typhoon Raccoon <laughs> Typhoon was basically Untitled Goose raccoon. Game because that game was supposed yeah. to be you playing as a raccoon terrorizing your town. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the next one is rate that game game. What did you guys guess? Perfect Dark for the Nintendo 64. 8.8. Ooh, I put 8.7. Alex, it was a 9.8, giving you oh my a point one lead and the one point to tie up the yes. game. Yes, yes. It is one to one. Good job. I can't uh, wait to hear what this fucking game is. All right, <laughs> King game Midas Busters. jerked off at the deli counter when I game was Busters, watching yeah. <laughs> King afar. Midas waved at me after I took the eighth ticket to the deli counter. What did you guys guess? Basically, the only thing I can think of was Golden, so I put Goldeneye. Yep. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Did I he gold. also put, I put Goldeneye? Goldeneye? Yeah. King Midas. All I can think of was Gold. Right, gold. Golden. Yep. Gold. Yeah, Golden. Waved at yeah. me. When you wave at someone, what are you doing? You're saying hi. Golden high. <laughs> golden eye. And the eighth ticket, so if he's already at the deli counter, he's number seven. He's above, above me. Golden high seven. Golden eye 007. You guys got it right. Golden eye. One point each. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, I'll take it. Maybe you guys do better on Game Busters if you're under the gun. <laughs> Wait, what's the... <laughs> Wait. Well, it's just because you're making a but story. But what's the deli counter? Does well, deli have there has to be a place for you to get. Yeah, there has to be a place for you to get a numbered ticket. Okay, yeah. but it could have been the optrician. It could have been anything. Yeah, it could have been anything. Okay, okay. Right. optrician, sure. Right, yeah. Cool. In fact, if you were at the optrician, it would have... Uh, I would have been... <laughs> Actually. Honestly, I in <laughs> retrospect, I should have just cut out the 007 from the title because it just, you know, King Minus waved at me would have been better. But, uh, you know, that's where we are. Golden and uh, so it's two to two. <laughs> two 
two to two. And someone has to win because it's whoever gets closest. Price check, Super Nintendo. No, God. Never before opened. Star Fox. What did you guys guess? <sighs> I said $140. I only said 45 bucks. <laughs> you guys are basically $100 apart. One of you is very close. The other is very not. And the cost is fifty-seven ninety-nine. Fuck! Alex Marinello, you are today's lightning round winner. Three to two. I'll be here next week. I gotta say, being under the clock and having to rush through these made me way less frustrated. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't have time to be pissed off at this. <laughs> I I like um, yeah, that was fun having it so that once one of you answered it, we have to go to the next one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Um, I kind of almost like the idea of like grab bagging these instead of just having solid games each week. Although then, then it still might get played out. I don't know, but that was fun. I liked uh, doing lightning round. Let's go. It's time to do a little bit of game club, which we still don't, I don't think we have music for yet. So I think it's the, the green, 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 red. What is it? Oh my God. (laughs) We, we would use the uh, we would use the uh, Oregon Trail music that we use. Oh, yeah. What if I but use this? Fine. Yeah, but it's all good. No, we'll have we'll have we'll have we'll have like um, robots that will physically pick, pick you, you up, up and if you don't have your pass on you. <laughs> robots. You Nothing could go wrong. Random game clips for Game Club. That's where we're at now. All right, this month's Game Club game: The Blair Witch Project. Mm. So I am going to say, full disclosure, I was the one who said we should all try to beat the game. I did not complete it. Okay. Uh, I watched because... someone complete it. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, I want to um, hear about that. I got to say, I thought the graphics were a lot better than what I thought they were going to be. Huh? Oh, yeah. It looked great, right? It did look really good. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I, it was but solid. You see, these yeah. games, though, every single time I boot this kind of a game up, right? I don't know what else I can really compare it to. It's just, it's, I kind of just want to play a game. I think I don't think I really want to. I don't know. You can't zone like, out use and my play con- this. No, yeah, you cannot or like do use that. my controller yeah. to to just make choices. Yeah, you, I mean, you have to be engaged things. to kind of play this game. I don't know. Yeah, but you understand know what I'm saying? Like, I feel I like God of yeah. War. You boot that shit up. You're go- you're exploring. You're hitting. You're killing things. You're moving around. You're this one, it's like, all right, hold on, let me, well, let me pull up my walkie-talkie, and then let me pull up my cell phone yeah. from 1995, and then let me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, well, you got it's, it's atmosphere, right? Because that, yeah, that's why I, I didn't finish it, because I wanted, so I wanted to play with Therese, like we were watching a horror movie, and then she ended up having to go away for work for like ten days, and so that just limited the. So we're gonna, hopefully, this weekend get to play and finish because i also want to play like with the lights out like i'm watching a scary movie so, that's essentially Tom. what i did with my roommates i brought my xbox oh, okay. into the living room and i was like hey i have to play this bl- like a this blair witch game do you guys want to watch along because i think it's going to be a very kind of cinematic experience and so i did the yeah same and, thing. and your roommates hated you for it no they loved it dude they were all about it um no in fact, i think they were this more into it fun. than i was because it's not fun to watch how could you have fun um, watching someone else play the game it's fun as long as you keep moving through the game. However, I would say that the glaring issue I found with the game was that I was like, so there's that the first bit where you start encountering like monsters and stuff with your, the flashlight. Yeah. It's in the dark. I just was getting lost. 
and I didn't know what to uh, do. The dog couldn't. The dog could your thing have be? Could your TV be too dark? Maybe or huh? Maybe your settings. Maybe everything's uh? a little too dark. No, it was just like having to memorize what the the path was. Like where I didn't know where I needed to go. The dog had didn't have the scent of anything, and it was just very unclear as to what. And it turned out that I needed to. One of the tapes that I had found, one of the earlier tapes, not the latest one that I had found, I had to rewind that. And it wasn't until I just like stumbled upon the area. And so I just feel that the game came out in August and I just feel like a couple of extra months of polish. There was a great idea here and I just don't think it was executed as well as it should have been. I really. I also don't think it's bad. No, not at all. No. I just want to, like, get ahead of that. I don't think um, it's a bad game. I feel like my dog... Sorry. Go ahead. I had to to yawn, but I didn't want you to hear me do it. So, um... Interestingly... Sorry, but also to interrupt. Jesus. That didn't make me yawn through the computer. But if we were in the same room, I feel like I would have had to yawn. Yeah, definitely. But, um, I feel like my dog found a couple things that I wasn't able to actually... Like, like when I went over there, there was nothing there. Mm. Anyone else? Anyone Mm. else? I did not experience just... that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, continue then. Sorry. Do you guys? So I get terrified in scary movies. So like when I'm, what do you I'm mean terrified. Not oh, I just like I'm really bad with jump scares. Okay. So like the worst movies for me are anything that's kind of jump scary. And with this game, because I know you're just like it's just like trying to lure you into the right moment, and someone's gonna pop out and like snatch you, sort of a thing. That's why like I'm just sitting there the whole time, just like. I'm like, uh, just like, just kill me already. Just do it. Just kill me. <laughs> I can start walking through this haunted friggin' forest again um, because it's uh, like the it's anxiety. It gives me anxiety of this stuff. Same with like horror movies. That's why I don't really watch a lot of them. Because do you think the kid in it. the missing picture was based on a real kid, or do you think they just created a fake kid? Well, it's based on a true story, Blair Witch. No, I know, but the kid in the picture. Do you think that was like generated on the flyer? Oh, Bueller. or did it? Uh, it was probably, no, it was probably, probably an actor's face. Yeah. yeah. You think it was an actor's face? I, I think that yeah. it was so. I think it was like. I think they generated that. Yeah, maybe. Scratch. That's possible. Now, but his, even then, his, just wanted to get most your artists thoughts. use a reference photo. Jesus. Like they probably had a reference, like a stock image photo or something. Maybe, but yeah, but I mean, th- you could just say that with anybody. Uh, that yeah. here's the here's the thing. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys seen the film? I've never seen the Blair Witch. No, oh, I've yeah. never. No, I've never seen the film. Whoa! Seen, yeah, you yeah. should watch so I it. I didn't know. Mm, I didn't know it. How much this? I was considering like just reading up on the on Wikipedia what the plot was, but yeah. then I was like, ah, this game probably doesn't tie too much into it. But I don't know if that's the oh, case I or not. Totally so out. I don't know. Yeah. Totally froze out. What was oh, that nice? That was scary. yeah. You, oh. you froze on us. I was, froze, I was just I was just saying I don't know how much this game tied into the movie. Um, I don't know if that would have affected how I felt about the the game itself. Um, I felt it was a pretty generic story in terms of the dialogue and the things what, that were happening. Mm. Um, you know, this him, would be like, a scarier experience wait, does, if you had seen the movie. Does this happen? I thought the movie sure. had to do with kids. No, they're like in their like. That Early teenagers, 20s. right? Okay, but the yeah. movie doesn't doesn't deal with a guy and his dog. No. no. Or it does. Oh, no. it doesn't. Okay, I don't know. I never saw the movie. I have no idea. No, it, it deals with this idea of the haunted forest and the Blair Witch, and these kids go out to try to find it, and then right. they suddenly can't leave the forest. Like, the forest right, essentially right. keeps you in there, uh, right. and these, like, symbols appear. And then, so you actually come across, like, the same house 
that's in the game. Um, so, like, there are a lot of things that tie into the movie series franchise. So, I think some of that stuff would have been creepier had you seen the movie, I think. Got it. What does Blair Witch mean, actually? Anyone know? Like, uh, what is a Blair Witch? Like, why is it called Blair Witch? Doesn't that, like, have something to do with the area or the woods or something? I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. I do not know. All right. Well, you don't know. You don't know. To all um, our listeners out there, Google it. But I thought that the I thought that w- my favorite thing about the game was the way in yeah which, it's from the Blair Township. There you go. The way in which it blended, I thought the 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 woods, the way they mixed the woods with his trauma and his personal experiences, and then the haunted aspect of it was really cool. Um, when you come across the fires in the forest i don't know if you got to this point chris um but you have to like move from beacon to beacon and you can't uh like giant you know fire and he's obviously suffering from from ptsd from serving in the military i thought that sequence was fantastic and so i thought that the game had like a lot of highs like that i just wish that the the gamey aspect of it was uh not as a i wasn't as aware of it because like when i got lost for a half hour and i was like what the fuck do i do and i just stumbled across the thing that i needed it really took me out of the experience yeah and i but i appreciate what they tried to do with you know i thought what was really impressive was it you know it gives you a hint at the beginning of pay attention to your dog you know depending on how your dog reacts is going to let you know as to what's going on so i thought you know when the dog's whimpering i'm like oh shit something scary is about to yeah happen. that fr- i don't like those parts. i'm like oh, no yeah. of course right right it's, I it's mean, like, oh, but no. it's a very convincing the dog is yeah. very convincing um yeah. no and it's so, scary and so i thought like canary I w- in the coal mine i i did really appreciate that they tried to make it um you know you didn't have a map or anything you just had to go on instinct you had to use the dog's instincts and uh you know use these tapes um to to navigate i did find though i it was annoying like switching out like tuna said like switching between my flashlight and the camera and the walkie and my cell phone um i thought that was a bit cumbersome and could have been designed a little better here here's something i was thinking because it has to do with what you're saying there with the controls horror games are always hard i think to make which is why I think it's such a small genre, and most a lot of them are bad. I would actually say, as far as like a horror game goes, something that's supposed to actually kind of be scary and not just gore, because most of the time they end up just being lame and gory, mm. is uh, and when you watch a movie, you have no agency, you have no control, which is sort of like the thing that gets you scared, because you're just like, oh, no, don't do that, don't do that. But in a game, you actually can control your character. You can be like, oh, I'm just not going to go any further, or mm. I'll just turn this off for now. So... I actually found, like, the clumsiness of it, what you're saying, that kind of pulls you out of it for that reason. Because not only now can you actually exert control over your character, which already makes that, like, hard for you to get scared, you're suddenly frustrated with the buttons I'm pressing. I'm not even paying attention to the story. I, I, feel, I feel you. I, I, feel, I feel like the game is, is genuinely really solid when it, when it comes to um, the actual horror of it. Um, and... I think he's right, though. I think horror games are tough. Yeah. I think you can. I think you can design creepy. I don't. Th- I don't know if you can design and and unsettling. I don't know if you can design scary. There are some know. games out there, like uh, the yeah, out, the Outlast games. The Outlast yeah. games okay. are like genuinely scary. 
<laughs> this can be scary at points if you're like playing in the dark. Like it can definitely be freaky, but it's more like your nerves get up. Yeah. Like it's sort of like yeah. it gets you tense because you're just kind of like waiting for things, and it's yeah. like it's the it's the waiting that like kind of gets to yeah you. the the and then when the scares happen it's not nearly as it's not like a movie scare um no. it's because it's more you understand that you are doing something in the game to make the scare happen versus just passively watching it happen and you so you know what would make this scary if you could play this on the oculus quest yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, same. That would make this very scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why should? Well, you should be able to. Why not? It's they, they, they don't so have it simple. for VR yet. Stupid. Hopefully. Stupid. They should. Stupid. They should. Stupid. Maybe that would get Brit to play VR. Mm. If you're like, here's a horror game. Mm, <laughs> yes. Congratulations, yes, yes, yes. you're now in the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> right. You should watch it. It's uh, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, I'll have to. Right. Especially I know. I mean, it's a cult classic, right? Like, yeah, it's so. short. I think it's like eighty or ninety minutes. I'm like, sure it's, it it's is. A, it's a short movie. No, so. I, I I considered, you know, I was when we first envisioned playing this, I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch the movie and then play the game, and I just I just never got around to watching the movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I think that you know if you're looking for if you're looking for a scary game and you have Game Pass this is uh this will this will mm-hmm. do it for you and I think that mm-hmm. the um the I didn't beat it either Chris but I definitely got close to the end and it was a solid night or two of gaming it's not a crazy long experience so that's no. that's great. Uh oh, what are we playing next month? Well, we have a couple of options. We could do Outer Worlds because that is a Game Pass game. Yeah, but we're all going to end up playing Pokemon next month, and, and I'm Star definitely going to play Star Wars. Yeah. So um, there's a couple of games out that we could play that have recently released. Um, the sequel to that game, Hello Neighbor, came out called Secret Neighbor. That's on the table. Uh, Lonely Mountain Downhill, which Tuna and I played at PAX. Uh, Let's is... do that one. You want to do that? Yep. All right, and we'll do two weeks instead of the full month. Because that's a short one, right? So we can do two indie games. Yeah, it's 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 a isometric bike yeah. game, and you have to just make sure you make it down the mountain alive. Um, Dude, I I got an email about that popping up at Game Pass, and I was like, I want to play this. It's it was one of my favorite games when we went to PAX last year. So we awesome. should do that. So that'll be a bi- that'll be two weeks. So um, in two weeks' time, we'll talk about that. Great. All right, hurry up! We got a hard out. Tom's got to go. It's okay. We're good. Oh, you sure? Yeah, we're gooch. Well, that's 190th episode. There's a lot of new things coming. Some old. Ten episode countdowns, too. Yeah, countdown. Alex Manila. Yeah. Uh, Tuna Targaryen on Twitter. Tuna Targaryen on PlayStation. And Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. And go and play with Starman. No, Carman Starman. Sorry. Carman. Tom? Great Britom on each and every platform. Remember, Extra Life, November 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv forward slash unranked podcast. We also finally had enough subscribers. You can go to youtube.com forward slash unranked podcast and subscribe. Tom, you've been doing a great job turning stuff out on there. Thank you very much. I hope people have been enjoying it. (laughs) Um, I'll probably do, I'll probably make like a video on there too for Harmony. Custom just for unranked as well. Uh, You know, it's our 190th episode, but it's also only our 38th episode of season two. So there's a lot more coming at you. 
I'm Christian underscore games. We're the Unranked Podcast. Stay unranked. Suck it 190 times, baby.